0: This is Pastor Lawrence of Lighthouse Christian Community in Newport Pasay, welcoming you to our daily devotion. Before we start, I'd like to invite everyone and encourage everyone to join in this prayer. Let's all bow our heads and be in the presence of the Lord. Almighty Father and ever-living God, truly you are the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God who is more than enough, the God who is loving, merciful, and compassionate. We praise you we glorify you we exalt your name to the highest praise of father father god we thank you for today we thank you lord for your love and mercies that are always fresh and new every day truly your your truly you have great is your faithfulness to us we thank you father for your blessings lord the opportunity of opening our eyes and see the marvels and the wonders of your creation. We thank you, Father, for protecting us, Lord, from our rest at night. And we thank you, Lord, for being with us, Lord. We thank you for, for showing us, Lord, this brand new life and giving us another chance to live the desire, the way you desire us to, to live, Father. We humble ourselves before you, asking forgiveness of all our sins. Would you cleanse our hearts and our mind with the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you may fill our hearts and our mind with your Holy Spirit. Even so, fill this place with your Holy Presence. Father, we pray for wisdom, for understanding in the reading of your word today. Teach us, speak to us, empower us, reveal yourself to us, cover us with your love. As we read and hear your word, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Today we're going to talk about the letter of Paul now to Timothy. Timothy is one of his disciples. Timothy was uh, was with Paul during uh, their mission uh, missionary journey. And for some reason, <coughs> Paul left uh, Timothy at Ephesus. Because a controversial teaching, or some controversial teachings, arose in the area of Ephesus, <clears throat> persuading the believers. So, these teachings contradict to the teachings of the Good News. And Paul wrote this letter around 64 AD, time uh, before before he was uh, put into prison. And so the letter gave Timothy an encouragement, an instruction for for Timothy to to do at Ephesus. So we're going to talk about first Timothy chapter one verse three to eleven. Let's uh read the the message and I will be reading the Bible verses under the New Living Translation. Of course, I encourage everyone to please join me in the reading of this word using your Bible, and of course, in the comforts of your own home. And so, let us read 1 Timothy chapter three to eleven. When I left for Macedonia, I urged you to stay there in Ephesus and stop those who, whose teachings is contrary to the truth. Don't let them waste their time in endless discussion of myth and spiritual pedigrees. These things only lead to meaningless speculations, which don't help people live a life of faith in God. The purpose of my instruction is that all believers will be filled with love that comes from a pure heart, a clear conscience, and a genuine faith. But some people have missed this whole point. They have turned away from those things and spend their time in meaningless discussions. They want to be known as teachers of the law of Moses, but they don't know what they are talking about, even though they don't speak so confidently. We know that the law is good when used correctly. For the law was not intended for people who do what is right. It is for people who are lawless and rebellious who are ungodly and sinful, who consider nothing sacred and defile what is holy, who kill their father and mother or commit other murders. The law is for people who are sexual immoral or who practice homosexuality or are slave traitors, liars, promise breakers, or, or who do anything else that contradicts To the wholesome teaching that comes from the glorious good news entrusted to me by our blessed God. May the Lord add wisdom in the reading of His Word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So what can we learn from this letter? What can we learn from these instructions of Paul to Timothy? So there are three things I'd like to share to you that you can learn from this letter. Number one is that... Timothy was uh, was instructed to discourage those teaching is contrary to the truth they are uh, Timothy is disc- is uh, instructed or commanded to those people to be discouraged and teaching and continuously teaching what is contrary to the truth we are also uh, commanded my friends those who are be- uh, believers in the Lord Jesus Christ to those who accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior I urge you my friends to discourage other people in in a loving way those people who are teaching contrad- uh, contradicting teachings that are not related to the truth and that is jesus christ and so we we urge we encourage you my friends those who who are who are believers who are who accepted jesus as lord and savior let us let us uh, join one another and help those people who are learning from contradicting teachings that are far away from the good news be closer to to god and persuade them or make them believe that the good news is for them let us encourage them to believe in the good news of salvation rather in teachings that are meaningless and does not lead their faith to the lord jesus christ so what are these teachings what kind of teachings that we are that we are to discourage others to teach about. So these teachings are number one, teachings about myth and spiritual pedigrees or endless genealogies or endless discussions about myth. And uh, two, things that, that only led to meaningless speculations. So to those teachings that are meaningless and senseless, that does that lead to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And number three, things that don't help people live a life of faith in God. And so my friends, let us always be aware of people who are teaching, contradicting teachings of the good news. Those who are, I would say, uh, and uh, they are... They are giving in to to learnings to doctrines that are not related to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and so let us encourage one another to to stop those people who are trying to to persuade believers in uh, believing new teachings other than the teachings that you receive from. Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Second is that we must instruct the believers to be filled with love. And so when we discourage people, we we should discourage them or teach them with love, not just merely teaching them or not just merely discouraging them or not just merely rebuking them. If we discourage people without love, how? what good is that? It will not lead to nothing. But if we are to do this with love, with compassion, because we love people, then by all means, people will see, will feel that love, and will eventually be uh, changed from their the thinking into the new thinking. That leads to faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, what kind of love are we supposed to be filled with, that we may show it to others when we discourage them or when we, when we uh, teach them? A the kind of love that is number one, coming from a pure heart, pure intention. What is the purpose of, of, uh, of correcting our fellow believers? so the purpose is with a clear intention with this with love with pure heart so there should be a love that is coming from pure intention from pure heart so the intention should be clear that your motivation for correcting uh, the fellow believers is because you love the, the your brother or your sister and then this love that is coming from a clear conscience and number three that is coming from genuine faith that because we know we believe we trusted that god loves us and because out of that overflowing love coming from god we are able to love others as well and so we we teach our brothers we encourage our brothers and sisters to to put their faith in the lord jesus christ simply because out of love that is coming from god which is an overflow from us coming from God. So my friends, always seek God's love. Always, always ask God for an overflowing cup that out of this overflowing cup, we can give this love to others with clear and pure heart, clear intentions, and genuine faith. Amen? Amen. And lastly, the law was not intended for people who do what is right but for those who are lawless and rebellious, ungodly and sinful, consider nothing sacred, defile what is holy, commit murders, and so on and so forth. You see my friends, the law is to remind how sinful we are before we met the lord it is something that that shows and exposes our sinful nature and so this law is used to expose us expose us our sinful condition before we met the lord jesus christ and so let us always be careful on on the way we we use the law that is intended for those who are rebellious of God. Amen? So the law, when used correctly, it will be beneficial. Amen? Amen. And so, my friends, just to summarize, let us give our best to to discourage those whose teachings are contradicting the Good News, and help those believers who were being persuaded to open their minds to the teachings of the Good News, salvation through Jesus Christ our Lord, that they may put their faith and hope in the Lord Jesus Christ. And then let us always do our actions towards our brothers and sisters with love coming from a pure heart clear conscience and genuine faith and of course let us always use the law to remind ourselves of who we were of our sinful nature before we met the lord jesus christ amen amen so let us pray Father God, we thank you for this wonderful message, Lord. The message, Lord, of standing firm for you, Father God. That we know, Lord, that in this most desperate times, even in this chaotic times, we are to stand firm in faith. We are to stand firm in you, Job. Thank you, Father, for reminding us, Lord, of our sinful nature, Thank you, Father, for reminding us of who we are before we met you. Father, we humbly ask that you always fill our heart with love that is coming from you, an overflowing of love, that we may also give this love to others. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, for saving us, Lord, and we continuously pray that you may use us, Lord, to reach To those people who have not yet heard the good news of salvation. Use us mightily, Lord, in the expansion of your kingdom. Father, we we pray. We pray, Lord, for the healing of our land and the whole world. We pray, Lord, for our fellow men and the people around the world who are infected with coronavirus. May you heal them, help them recover in the name of Jesus, that finally they may join their loved ones. And we pray, Lord, for those who have lost their loved ones because of this virus. May you comfort them and encourage them that they may endure with their loss. And Father, we also pray for those who are not infected. Would you continuously protect us, Lord, with your mighty right hand? Leaders, Lord, and the leaders around the world, would you provide them wisdom, understanding, in leading us lord the way you desire us to be protect their hearts from any form of greediness and corruption in this most desperate times we thank you father we praise you we glorify you we exalt your name to the highest praise O god in jesus name we pray amen amen and amen my friends thank you for joining me in this uh, daily devotion again please do like our page lighthouse Christian community Newport Passai and always be notified for more daily devotions online services midweek services that will strengthen your faith and hope in the Lord Jesus Christ again this is this has been Pastor Lawrence of lighthouse Christian community Newport Passai thank you for joining me I'll see you again God bless you